Franchising is the most misunderstood and most overlooked form of entrepreneurship. We're here to educate you and help you find the entrepreneur within. Franchising is not all about the French fries. We find that individuals who are exploring business ownership tend to have a lot of misperceptions and misunderstandings about the franchise industry. So what we want to do is help prospective business owners make confident and educated decisions before moving forward or not moving forward with the business. Welcome to Unpredicted Entrepreneur. Hey, welcome to episode 32 of Unpredicted Entrepreneur. I'm Roxanne Rapsky, and this is my colleague, Sarah Wasco. We created this podcast to bring you education and information on entrepreneurship and all things franchising. Joining us today is William McGee. He is the owner of several Brothers That Just Do Gutters franchise locations here in DFW, and he'll tell us all about that. William, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. I'm excited to talk to you. We worked together last year, and um, there's lots of fun parts to your story that I'll be sharing. But before we get into all that, I'd like to hear from you. Uh, Share with our audience, please, a little bit about your background and kind of what led up to you wanting to be a business owner and then pursuing franchising. For sure. For sure. So, yeah, grew up here in in Dallas, uh, went to school at Vanderbilt University, Ultimately, kind of studied finance and geology, really was interested in the oil and gas space. So, paired the two and was an investment banker, kind of focusing on oil and gas space for a while at Raymond James. Um, after that, was at Deloitte Corporate Finance doing kind of M&A work with Deloitte. At Deloitte, we were a generalist firm, or our, our group was generalists, so saw stuff all under the sun, everything from industrials to tech to healthcare, um, business services. So, in that, that kind of sparked a an interest in different industries outside of oil and gas and really kind of got me into uh, and very interested in also the investing side. After that, went to work for a private equity fund for about three years, um, focused in the food and ag space. At the private equity fund, was always very jealous and envious of the management teams that we worked with. It was a very great opportunity whereby I could work hand in hand with the management teams to kind of, you know, work through different issues, decide on if they should, you know, build another feed mill or sell a female or, or whatnot. And so that was a great opportunity. But ultimately, again, kind of realized that business ownership is something I definitely wanted to do, which brought me to the next question, how do you go about buying or starting a business? Thought about you know going the route of the search fund whereby you raise a pool of capital and buy a business, but didn't want to take the risk of spending two years of my life and not finding a business. And so that led me to the world of franchising which my family's involved with a little bit on the side. Um, got a great exposure to franchising through them. Ultimately, through a series of introductions, got in touch with Roxanne and her team, and they were fantastic. And we talked about to probably 30 different franchise concepts and <laughs> ended up with the uh, the brothers that just do gutters. So it was a long path, but very, very fortunate and thankful for it and happy to be where, where I am today. Yeah, you've got a great story. Um, so before we kind of get into what you bought and why you chose it and, and how you're doing now, um, Sarah and I talk about a lot about how our demographic is changing. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first got into this business 15 years ago, my demographic was not your age. So um, you are, you hold the record right now for my youngest client ever. And um, I just think it's great that we're getting more examples that we can share with our listeners that mm-hmm. 
you don't have to wait so long. You know, one of the, when you ask people a lot of times what you would do differently, one of the answers that we get a lot is I would have done this a lot sooner. For sure. So, um, so I'm glad you started when you first got the inkling and didn't wait yeah. like 20 years or so. So, um, you decided on brothers that just do gutters and you originally purchased three locations, correct? Yep. Three and locations kind of in East DFW servicing Rowlett, Rockwall, Roy City, Heath. We also go all the way up to McKinney, Melissa, Prosper and Salina. So those are the three, the three territories. It's a big geographical area and a lot of good, good development and a lot of good communities. Well, one of the things I think that we learned together, you know, we were just talking about this earlier. I always tell my clients, you'll learn about yourself in this process and I'll learn from you. And um, we were originally looking at franchises that were a little bit more developed, mm-hmm. not so emerging. But you wanted a lot of territory. For sure. And you weren't finding that with the more developed franchises. Yeah. You were finding that there wasn't enough territory. It, either that or it would be kind of a tertiary, tertiary market you know, one that I wouldn't be very excited about. And so, yeah, to your point, you know, we, we kind of went from looking to very established franchises, then found the brothers that just do gutters. I thought it was unique about them. While they were emerging, they very much had a backbone and a franchise support system that looked like they'd been around for a decade. And so that was a, a huge plus to them. Their team in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York has been fantastic and definitely was a, a big time plus when doing the diligence and looking at, looking at them. So that's that's a really good point that you bring up is that there are opportunities out there that may have been around for a while or may have that uh, infrastructure and that support system, but either set it up and then we're just slow to grow, for maybe sure. intentionally didn't want mm-hmm. to accelerate their growth too quickly before they knew that they could support it. Um, So it sounds like that's um, an opportunity that you found. There's some that have been in business for a long time and have a lot of longevity and history and then decide to franchise. Yeah, and that's kind of what Brothers Gutters did. They, they, I don't want to give you exact dates because they'll mess it up, but they'd been franchising for probably like five or six years, but had a very minimal amount of franchisees Mm -hmm. and really perfected the system. Then about two and a half years ago or so, they hired Franchise Fastlane to do their development. And then that's when it really kind of hockey sticked and started to, they started to sell out a lot of territory. Um, but to your point, you know, they, they kind of worked through all the kinks, got it all lined out, hired a great support team um, out in corporate, and then kind of hit, hit play once they hired Franchise Fastlane. Yeah, because you don't want to do something like partner with a franchise development team and not be prepared because that's mm-hmm. what they're – role is is to get out there and find franchisees for you and or for the franchisor and kind of walk prospects to the system so sounds like they um had a good strategy and uh implemented things in the right order very much so well and it's hiring someone like them is like pouring gasoline on a fire so you need to be ready for sure because um and, and there are other companies that that grow too fast and then have to stop franchise development to just kind of get through, through some growing pains and grow corporate big enough to support those franchisees, get that all in order, and then they start franchise development Definitely. again. Yeah. So they all do it different ways. Definitely. Definitely. So you were in business for about three months. Three months. And then we <laughs> were having a great time, starting to breathe a little bit. And then my cousin, Sonny, was a uh, senior at SMU 
majoring in marketing and advertising. And I said, hey, why don't you come intern for us on Tuesdays and Thursdays? Because he had, you know, a joke of a second semester, senior year, was taking like two classes. Yes. So he had a bunch of time off. So he said, yeah, I'll come work Tuesdays and Thursdays with you. And he kind of did some Facebook stuff, some Instagram stuff with us. And then he went on some jobs and kind of said, you know, this is awesome. And he was doing a great job, had a keen interest in gutters and leadership. And so we kind of talked and said, you know, why don't we open a second location? I know all Fort Worth's open, so let's buy all Fort Worth. And then, Sonny, you're going to be the man with the boots on the ground out there um, once you graduate. And so he, he did Tuesdays and Thursdays with us all through probably June or I guess May, graduated in May, and then came on full-time with us the Monday after he graduated. And he's doing a phenomenal job. And so he went to training in Poughkeepsie, I guess, late July, early August, and started the location out there uh, about like August 10th, I think. Had a great team, flew the team up to uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, which is the headquarters for training, and then um, had probably 15 estimates lined up that first week. And then the sales guy who we hired didn't show up on the first day, so we were just totally you know, back to square one. But Sonny had this big-time backbone, all this great experience with us in Rowlett, and he's since hired a phenomenal team out in Fort Worth, and they're on track to do like – they already have – I think 25000 on the books for September and hopefully hit that $40,000 mark for September, which is a very good, very, very good first month. So That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, there's a lot of, lot of work that needs to be done before we get there, but it's pointed, pointed in the right, right direction. So it's been a lot of fun. It's obviously Rowlett and Fort Worth, or there's a huge geographical distance oh, yeah. between the two. But we have a little bit of a synergy whereby our office manager, Lori, who's fantastic, she kind of wears both hats and does back office admin office management for both locations. Um, we will like on, on Monday, we had to bring over one of their installers because one of our installers was, was sick. So stuff like that, we kind of very much work together with them, but operate them very much as two units, given the fact that they're so, so far away from each other. How many locations total do you own in DFW? Uh, how many territories or locations? Territories. Territories. I think, uh, Nine, eight or nine. We own three, I think three and five. So three in Rowlett, East Dallas, and five and four, so-called eight. Okay. Yeah. And they're not all open yet, obviously. I mean, or you haven't, so, you haven't penetrated all that no, territory the, yet. The, 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 locate, the physical location will service all the territory. All, okay. You know, eventually we'll probably put, we might put another shop, another, ter- or another kind of location, physical location in Fort Worth just to cut down on drive times, but definitely not, can't justify that right now. But the Fort Worth location, like right now, it's servicing Arlington, Weatherford, going up way up to Denton, uh, south of Burleson. We're doing the whole Fort Worth Metroplex. Um, so awesome. A lot of windshield time, though. Yeah. How are you finding your clients? How are you um, acquiring your business? Yeah, great, great question. A lot of it's on Google. Um, that mainly goes through the franchisor. They have a great marketing team that essentially just tells us you need to spend X amount per month on Google AdWords. And they've got, I think, two or three guys out there that really are masters of that craft. It's a it's something that I understand, but I'm definitely not an expert at. Yeah. It's an auction so that we buy the word gutter um, and they just kind of handle all that. So we're getting a lot of it on Google. We've had kind of mixed results with Angie's List slash Home Advisor. Um, so we're doing a little bit there. But then what I'm most excited about really pushing kind of as we go into 
this fall, this winter, into the next year is just building our referral ne referral network. Um, we will hopefully start to, we've done one big kind of collaboration or doing it with Mosquito Authority. Mm. Um, there's a great franchisee here in Dallas who owns a bunch of territories, is a great operator, and he obviously, you know, if your gutter's pitched incorrectly, water will pool there, and that's a breeding ground for mosquitoes. And so oh. we made a deal with them and are educating their installers to say, hey, if you see gutters that have pooling water in yeah. them, yeah, obviously treat it like you normally do, but pass along the brothers just do gutters, and we will pay the installer that passed on the lead to us 10% up to $200 for that referral. So Very stuff good. like that for with Mosquito Authority, and then there's some foundation companies we're looking to work with. So building out kind of that referral network will be hopefully be a great way to further build out our So I never even put that together because as I sit here and scratch my arm, um, I am a mosquito, like the mosquitoes are horrendous for me. It's, yeah. it's awful. I, and I get like bad reactions. And um, I didn't even think about gutters. Like yeah, that's, that, that's sure. a place where water can pull if it's not, you know, you see the stuff on the ground, right? You don't think of the stuff in the air. Definitely. I mean, yeah. gutters are for me, like I don't even think about them. I don't look at them. And I... I just, they're just not, they're just, they do their thing, but they don't draw my attention for, for sure. anything, which I think is probably the case for most people until they have an issue, yeah. you know, they're backed up or not working or whatever. What about painters? I would think painters would be a good referral. Painters for sure. Uh, there was a guy I actually just met with today, uh, Matt with Optimal Windows, a great guy. He just installed a window at a house in McKinney and um, they needed to move a gutter to get the window in there, in there. So stuff like that, painters, window people, really anybody that touches the home we will be a great referral partner to us because the home, it's, it really all is connected. Um, you know, the gutters, obviously the roofs, the foundation, yeah. subterranean drainage, it's all kind of one, one big system that mm -hmm. is all put together. So, so if there's a drainage, drainage issues where the, um, the gutters come down, mm -hmm. who deals with that part? So, so the, the gutter, a lot of times will go into a French drain. Um, there is a company called zoom drain, that actually will jet out the subterranean drain. Um, so there's a, a franchisee in Dallas who just started about a month ago. We're starting to pass a little bit of work back and forth with him. So he'll do a lot of that work. Um, and then ultimately we would like to build out our drainage installation team. So if there's, you know, a downspout that goes down and goes out, but it's just kind of pooling there, there's no subterranean drain. Right. We've started to do some French drain work. Um, but really are not pushing it yet, but that's definitely something we'll, we'll grow into. Kind of like an add-on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm curious, you said you looked at a lot of different businesses. Mm -hmm. Tell us what it was about this business that was it yeah. for you. Yeah, so I would say probably three things. Um, one, the team in Poughkeepsie is fantastic. Um, from the bottom to the top, Ken and Ryan, the two founders are awesome. I could take out my cell phone and call or text them right now. And they would pick up and say, how can we help? Um, their marketing team's great. Their kind of franchise support guy, Brandon is awesome. So they were great. That's a big, big part of the reason why I went forward with them. Also gutters are a very interesting part of the house. One whereby you will never have a, well, not never, but it's very unlikely you have a gutter emergency. So you don't have staff in the middle of the night on weekends on Christmas day, but it's something that the house needs to, to function. Mm -hmm correctly and efficiently. Um, so it's something you can kind of schedule out two weeks. It's a secondary need, but it also is a need. You know, we're not selling something that people, that's a luxury or right. something that people don't necessarily need. 
I also like the fact that it's a trade whereby you can really build a career out of it. Um, you don't have to be licensed to do it. You know, I could teach somebody how to hang a gutter, but that person, it's an, it's, it is an art form and it is a very cool thing to see once you've done it. And so you can really kind of get behind it and build a career behind it. So those kind of three pillars were, were the reasons I went forwards with it. Um, and it's been, been a lot of fun. I believe you are also impressed by the financials. Yeah, definitely profitable business. Um, you know, when you look at the unit economics of the franchisees that were illustrated in the FTD that I'd read, mm-hmm. very, very impressive relative to other like brands um, and other like trades. So highly profitable, um, highly scalable. Definitely, you know, the kind of limiting factor to, to growing is probably just getting people in. You know, at some point, our referral network will start to snowball. But then our just training team, a.k.a. myself and Sawney and Josh um, and Cameron, who's another guy we just hired, you know, for us to be able to train everybody and get crews up and equipped to handle these leads are kind of the limiting factor. So, you know, it's just a, a numbers game. and you got to work on it and do it. But it is very much a scalable, scalable business. So your business, you're not out actually um – you don't have to go to networking meetings. You're not out really looking for business we, in we that, do that sense. Or we, you do? we definitely do that. Yeah, um, okay. We're members of the Chamber of Commerce in Rowlett. We're about to join the Rockwall Chamber of Commerce. Okay. Um, and that's definitely a way we get our name out there. I will say it has not been as successful as I would have hoped, but I definitely think there's a ton of value there. Um, the Rowlett Chamber has been great, and I very much look forward to getting involved with the Rockwall Chamber as well. It takes time. It's a, it's for a sure. And it's also one of those deals down. where if you, if you join it, you know, you can't just expect it right. to come benefit you. You got to put in time. You got to go to take people to coffee and really mm-hmm. network. So, and I've done a probably a pretty bad job of that. So, I'm sure you have a lot going on. I'm sure you're busy. It's busy for sure, but bu- busy is good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe that's where you hire somebody in business development, which I'm sure probably isn't the easiest thing to do, but to maybe go out and represent for you. Yeah. So you can focus on some other things. And so Lori, our office manager, has started to do that a little bit. Good. She started to go to these, there's kind of Thursday morning meetings um, that she'll go to. And she's starting to kind of, she's been fantastic, starting to kind of wear, wear more than one, one hat, which has been awesome. So definitely agree with you there. So you've hired a lot of people. Tell us what kind of, what you've learned through yeah. all this hiring and maybe some of the challenges that you faced. Yeah, so probably the biggest learning experience that I've had is, uh, the way I learn is I, I learn by doing. That is definitely not the case for everybody. The first team we, we brought in, I kind of said, you know, this is how you hang a gutter. We have a little kind of training center in our shop. You know, you pitch it, you seal it, you hang it, you know, pretty straightforward. Like, here's the drill, go get them. But that is not how everybody learns. And so the first team was good, definitely had their issues. Um, long story short, a couple of them left. One guy was afraid of heights, so it wouldn't fit. Um, <laughs> other no, guy, that wouldn't be, you know, that wouldn't be a good fit moved. for me. And so we kind of <laughs> found a new team and really did a very kind of hands-on training process with them and took a week two weeks off and just went very slowly and they've been fantastic. Mm. Giovanni and Jose, shout out to you guys. Y'all are, y'all are killing it. <laughs> um, and they've been, they've been awesome though. And I think if you would ask them, they would probably agree and probably cite that, you know, the fact that we work very, very slowly and very kind of regimented with them on their training was, 
was definitely a good thing and probably the biggest learning experience so far. Um, and then also just to find like Giovanni and Jose, for example, you really have to interview 10 or 15 people mm-hmm. and you got to get them in. So you try and bring in 15 people for an interview. Maybe seven will show up to the interview. Two of them will be 30 minutes late. So you're down to five. <laughs> and then, you know, one of them will smell like smoke and then four <laughs> others, you'll hire two of them. And then one will show up on the first day. Wow. And wow. so it, it's, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a very much a numbers game, but you know, you, there's some great people out there and you just got to interview a lot and find, and find them. them so sure. how do you find those candidates? Does the franchisor assist you with some of that? Or uh, They've directed us to a service called Career Plug, okay. uh, which is a job site aggregator. That's been good. Um, but what's been really great for us is doing the reverse searching on Indeed. Essentially, instead of saying, here's a, here's a job for a gutter installer, we look at resumes that have been posted in the past month uh, that say that have roofer or gutter or any kind of keyword on it, then we'll look at those resumes. And so it's a more of a targeted, you pay for it, but it's more of a targeted search for, for, for people. So then you reach out to them Correct. versus them applying Essentially, yeah. directly with you. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, so that's been great. Um, we hired our first referral guy uh, probably about two weeks ago. Misael is Giovanni's brother-in-law. And so Giovanni said, hey, actually it was kind of funny. Misael was Giovanni's reference. And I talked to Misael and I was like, hey, you sound like a pretty good guy. That was probably three months ago. And then I talked to Giovanni and Giovanni was like, yeah, Misael, he might want to come, come work for us. So that's been a very good, very good hire. And also something we really want to push on further too is just kind of the referral hires, you know, friends, family, anybody that these guys have in their networks that can hopefully come. Come help us out. Well, and that's the key to having happy, well-trained exactly. employees as they sure. want to invite people to come and work with them. Right? Yeah, definitely. So you kind of dropped a little bomb on me yesterday, switching Uh-oh. channels. Um, he's How many months are you into this now? You're, you're, we started it. Um, our first installation was February 1st. Okay. So we're, we're going on eight, nine months. Okay. So you've done a lot with gutters in eight to nine months with how you've expanded and hired and yes, we've all of that. expanded geographically, hired a lot. Um, still kind of, we haven't taken off yet, but very much taking off. But wait, in the middle of all that, in the midst of all that, <laughs> guess what he's gone out and done? He bought another franchise. Bought another franchise. What are yes. you doing, William McKee? <laughs> just, just trying to create jobs and create opportunities and diversification have a lot lot of fun while doing it um so yes as roxanne referenced we so the ultimate kind of thesis here is to start or buy a new business every 12 to 18 months we were put in contact with a company called patchmaster doing drywall repair work um about probably six or seven months ago um and kind of went through the whole process with them they are a very interesting little business whereby they do drywall repair, most of their leads come from plumbers and HVAC technicians or insulation technicians that have to knock a hole through the wall to do their their work. And so then Patchmaster is the first call after those guys are done with their job. Um, so that's super exciting. We're going to start that uh, probably first of next year, of this, I guess, the 23, um, and very much looking forward, looking forward to that. So they'll be housed in our same shop out in Rowlett, 
Lori will probably do a little work for Patchmaster as well, um, but very much will hire a, a new team to, to, to run Patchmaster and do, to do that trade. Um, and we're very excited about it. It's going to be fun. You're crazy. Um, <laughs> well, I love hearing, you know, that plan to, to invest in another business every yeah. 12 to 18 months. I mean, that's a great strategy. So do you have a goal for ultimately how many you want to have before uh, no, it's all said and done? Not at all. I mean, both these businesses are highly scalable. So who knows where, where it goes from here. But would, you know, there's a situation whereby we open a Patchmaster in Oklahoma City or a different market um, or buy an existing one or same with the Brothers Gutters. But definitely kind of want to, you know, obviously build build a decent sized holding company. Um, number one goal is, I, I think, a great way to give back is to create jobs. And, Absolutely. Um, you know, I have this outlandish goal to create 100 jobs in 10 years. And if we can get 10 jobs, I'm very happy. But that's kind of the, one of the, the long-term goals. But ultimately, want to build something that is impactful to the community, impactful to the community and has great great careers for people and hopefully makes a little money for William and my family too. I love that. And and you've chosen businesses that um, they're both a need. They're not a want. For sure. and, and they're businesses that have survived a recession. They're businesses that have survived a pandemic. You know, the home yeah. services has continued to grow. Um, so I think you're, you're choosing wisely and you're diversifying. What, you know, you've learned a lot in the last year, right, as you've gone through this process. So if someone were to come to you um, that was looking for mentoring and, and, you know, ask you, William, what should I do? Or what, is there like one piece of advice you could give to somebody that's, that's looking for a business or wants to start? Just do it. You know, jump in. You know, don't spend too much time analyzing different concepts. Just, you know, poke a bunch of holes in it, then jump in and do it. Um, but definitely do it because I know a lot of people and when I talk to my friends and, you know, people outside of my professional network, kind of on my friend's side, they say, Oh, you're actually doing a franchise. Like I almost did that. Or I looked at that, but you know, I'm still at my you know corporate job. Just, mm -hmm. just do it. It's definitely nerve wracking. It's still nerve wracking a, almost a year in. Yeah. Um, but, but do it and you'll worst case scenario, you'll learn a ton. I, I love that advice because I do believe, I'm confident that fear holds a lot of people back and walking sure. away from yeah. that, um, you know, paycheck is a difficult decision, Very but much so. it's also um, super encouraging to hear your enthusiasm and um, excitement, at, you know, almost a year in um, and that you're happy that you made that decision. So I'm sure yeah. that you'll be an encouragement uh, for others that may also be a little fearful, but um, really wanting to make a change. So we re really appreciate you joining us. If somebody needs new gutters or wants to get yes. a hold of you, how Brothers can they gutters. reach you? Just Google Brothers Gutters. Uh, doesn't matter what zip code you're in, you'll find us. Would love to do your gutters. Um, call, text me anytime. Email me anytime. My email is william.mcgee at brothersgutters.com. That's M-C-G-E-E. -E. Um, and yeah, would love to talk to anybody about franchising, business ownership, and, uh, and the like.
Thank you. We appreciate Absolutely. you coming on today. Absolutely. Thank you guys. It was really a pleasure hearing your story and um, your advice. I'm confident, uh, as I mentioned, that that will be um, an encouragement to, to others as well. So Absolutely. Um, thank you for joining us today on Unpredicted Entrepreneur. Uh, I am Sarah Wasco, last name W-A-S-K-O-W. My colleague Roxanne Rapsky is joining us Also, her last name is R-A-P-S-K-E. So please look us up on LinkedIn. We are very active there. You can also find us on FranNet.com and on our YouTube channel, which is FranNet of Dallas, Fort Worth, and Oklahoma. And please download um, our podcast, Unpredicted Entrepreneur, wherever you listen to your podcast. And we thank you for joining us and hope you have a great day. Bye-bye. See ya. Thank you. Thank you.